above all names. Lord Jesus, we thank you this morning that you are in the house. That you are on the throne. And Father, we come to sit in your presence, to be bathed afresh by your word, to know the power of your fellowship, Father. We pray you'd continue that gentle, surgical process in all of our hearts that make us more and more like your son. So we bring ourselves, Father, into your presence, trusting ourselves to your hand, to your heart. And Lord God, we pray that after we crawl down out of your lap this morning, that we will bear the resemblance of your son, that we'll take on the likeness of our heavenly family, our eternal family, that which we're growing into, Father. Help us to take yet that next move into what you have for us today. What a powerful name. We count on it, Lord. The power isn't in us, it's in you. And we thank you that you choose to live in us. Manifest yourself, Lord God, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Paul said, I'm confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will continue it until the day. That we see him face to face until the day of Christ Jesus, right? That he is in the process of conforming us day by day, week by week, year by year, by his grace, maybe not perfectly, <laughs> but progressively. His power working within us makes us that much more who we are and makes his son that much more real through us. He's transforming us. That's the work that, that Paul's talking about. But I do believe, don't you, that we can either uh, cooperate with that grace or resist it? Uh, that we can work with God or sometimes even work against him? Someone once said that uh, character, the nature of our own hearts, our character is who we are when nobody's looking. Uh, but God's always looking. So maybe it's better to say character is who we are when God's looking. But so oftentimes we dismiss that. We get out of touch with it. This morning I, I want to spend the sermon talking about how we can so easily deceive ourselves. I think that's really at the heart of compromise. But I've always remembered this as a testimony to character. There's some old pictures of Lady Liberty, uh, Ellis Island, the Statue of Liberty. She was constructed in 1886. It took almost 10 years. Bits and pieces of it came over, it seems, over a 10-year period. They were displayed in different cities and so forth, Philadelphia and all around. And then eventually it ended up there at Ellis Island. And uh, originally it was not a... Uh, signed to immigrants. That didn't happen until 1903. You know, send me your poor, your 
troubled masses. Initially, it was uh, the heart of the French to recognize the American quest for freedom and for liberty. And it was particularly inspired by the Civil War and the release of the slaves, their emancipation. 1886. Now, what's amazing about this statue is not only that the French made it, you know, considering our relationship with the French today, that, that, that's amazing to me to start with, but, but the French gave this to us as a gift, but, but the sculptor had so in his heart to do a good job for this that even on the Statue of Liberty, constructed in 1886, if you look from above, which would have been impossible in 1886. There was nothing else close to its height nearby. Flight. The Wright brothers didn't come along until 30 years later. Are you with me? But if you look at the top of the Statue of Liberty, there's not an air conditioning unit on a flat roof. They bothered to complete it, even to the fine detail of the parting of the hair and the strands of the hair on the top of Lady Liberty's head. And the Lord says, I know every hair on your head. I know everything about you. And so that shouldn't intimidate you. That should welcome you into my presence. There's nothing you can tell me about yourself that will ever surprise me, <laughs> God would say. Right? And, and his joy is to complete our character, to be like Christ. And though it's progressive here, there will come a day when he fulfills that promise, when we see him face to face, and there in his presence, we see him, and we become as he is. You know, John talked about that. There will come that transforming, culminating moment of grace when we see Jesus face to face and he fully finishes that character remake and remodel of us down to the hair of our head, down to the last detail we will be made to have the heart and the character of Christ. I don't think you'll recognize me on that day. The more I walk with Christ, the more I realize how far I have to go in that journey, not just how far I've come. The, the more I study how Jesus loved, oh, that consistently, that purely, that boldly, that sacrificially, I realize how far I am from spiritual maturity. And so today, Lord Jesus, I thank you for your gracious gentleness to start right where I am, to start with us all where we are. As we confess our sins before you, as we actually say, Lord Jesus, look into our lives and tell us what is the construction site of your grace today. Father, help us to receive that. as the message from our loving transformer. Help us not to run from that light. 
but to be bathed in it as we confess our sins and you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. On the night in which Jesus gave himself up for us, he took bread and he gave thanks to you, the Father, our Father, and he broke the bread and he gave it to his disciples and he said, take and eat. For this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples. And he said, take and drink from this, all of you. For this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, we... We do this in remembrance of you, and we thank you that you remember us, all of us, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything about us, Lord Jesus. You see it and you love us still. Help us to so embrace that love, Lord God, that we say, wow, if we're loved like that, we can't be like this any longer. Transform us by that love as we partake of your grace afresh today. We thank you, Lord, that you touch these elements of juice and bread to make them enact what they signify, our feeding on your very grace and presence in our lives. Fill us, Lord Jesus, with yourself that we might be more who we're going to be than ever before. Thank you, Lord, for not giving up on this child. In Jesus' name we pray.